What's, What's up? up? Oh, Bill hello. says hello too. Good timing, baby girl. Just what we need the dogs. What? I know. I'm aware. It's expected. Yeah, she I... had to say go. She had to say hi to everybody. Of course. Why is mom yelling in all capitals? <laughs> What's, What's up, up everybody? everybody? How is everybody doing on this lovely Wednesday, May 24th? Can you believe it? Yeah, it's fast. It's moving fast. Wow. Yes, yes, John, John I jumped on. on. Yes, Keith is here to talk about generations. Woo! All the All way, from way from New Jersey. Jersey. When it's 79, 10 o'clock. Holy cow, it's 10 o'clock. It is 10 o'clock. And there's no gunshots? Well, I think I, think I, heard, I heard a few, a few about 10, 10, minutes 10 minutes ago. Yeah, probably. Meh, it's okay. John, John says I'm echoing. echoing. I don't hear you echoing. John, it's you. It's because John oh, is... Uh... Oh, now it's super echoing. What do I hear? What did you do? Is it, is it echoing now? Now I hear super background. I hear the cars driving by. Well, hear the gunshots. Pew, pew. There you go. That's better. Oh, I had a super cool thing that John would have enjoyed. So I read this thing about the most expensive gun ever sold. Guess how much it is. Just throw a number out there. $2 million. $6 million. That was close. For the Colt that shot Billy the Kid. It was sold in August of 2021. Interesting. I was like, oh, so people just have that sort of money, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I hope they verified it. I would assume they did. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. That's was, crazy. That's it was crazy. sold for $2 million the time before. With inflation, it'd be like 6.8, they said. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Okay. I guess if you, so if you have the money and you're into it, I could understand So there's it. that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what that kind of money looks like, Dad. No, I know. That's a lot of zeros. I have I have close to that, but not, but not just not half really of that. Yeah. You, well, you couldn't buy the gun. Pretty then. close to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hi, yeah, yeah. So, so before we get started, I I just wanted to mention something. Uh, it's not to put a downer on this or anything, but we had a little bit of a, a sad situation at my house today. Uh, my wife's sister Loretta uh, passed away uh, after an eight-year battle with cancer. So I just wanted to say to my wife and my uh, nieces, Denise, Donner, my great niece, Kayla, that I send my love and my prayers uh, to them all. It's very difficult for me because she wasn't just a sister-in-law to me. I actually went through grammar school with her from first grade through sixth, except for one year. And uh, we were very close then as friends. And we've gone through life together. And when I married her sister, of course, she became family. So it's a little bit more, I guess, personal to me than normally would be. Uh, so I just want to you know, let them know I love them and my prayers are with them. That's kind of cool that you got to go to grade school with yeah, your yeah. wife's sister. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. super neat. <laughs> yeah, I was telling my wife today that I pictured, I don't want to picture her now. I pictured her when we were in second grade together because she always used to bust my balls. So in second grade... We were in arts and crafts, and believe me, I'm not an artist. And uh, <laughs> we were together, and she was breaking my chops about something. And I said, I, I told my wife today, I could picture her standing there with that grin. Still. <laughs> with the grin and the brown dress, Yelling breaking my chops. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, it is. 
Anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's cool, though. How neat would that be? So, we love you, Ma. You'll be okay. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Am I still, Am I still echoing? A I little bit. I don't think you are, a but... A little bit. Not a lot. Okay. I think it's, it is. It's... I think it is what it is. I don't think you're too bad. Yeah. So, are we going to get into some memes? We can, we can do that. I'm not in charge of stuff, guys. So, Keith is. So, you're in better hands than you are with me, because that'd be terrible. <laughs> We're going to have to do this again in two weeks, just so y'all know. Oh, boy. Just so you know. Okay. Let's see him. Oh, look at that's you. Seven-year-old right. kids today. iPhones and iPads. Me when I was seven. Yep. And you, <laughs> you know you do it in different, like, tones. I still, I still do it. Really? <laughs> wow. Yep, I married that. Oh, Wow. Love this one. 2019. Hey, son, I found a picture of your grandpa. <laughs> 2060. Hey, son, I found a picture of your grandpa. Yeah, boy, is it that the wow. truth? Hey, but you want to know what? On a on a happy note, at least he still stayed a boy and he reproduced. So, well, at least we hope so. Right. Mm -hmm. True. True. Just saying. My generation is going to start a revolution. Your generation can't start a lawnmower. There you go. Oh, that's the guy from Yeah, that's what my movie? man. E.M. Emery. Yeah. E. What Emery. movie is that, though? Uh, full, general, full Metal Jacket. No, it's like Ernest goes to something or other oh, and he yells at somebody. He was in Toy Story, too. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he was in a lot of things. Of all, of the, all great the great movies, movies he's done, done you pick, pick Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> that's a great, great movie. That's the only one I remember. No, full action. Full it was like Ernest went to boot camp or yeah. something. Who, who like watched that? that? His best movie was Full Metal Jacket. I he, never he saw that movie. That. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to watch both and compare them. See which one. Full, full Metal, metal jacket, jacket was great. I don't think, no, I don't think you could handle that. Full Metal Jacket? It was, it was, it was, it was a, a rough movie. movie. It's a rough movie. What do you mean? It shows you what basic training used to be like years oh, ago. Oh, that wouldn't You know, me. when they were allowed to touch a guy and beat the hell out of him. That's okay. That's what they you need. Yeah, they can't do that no more. You know, Makes allowed. you not a baby. You, you, you're not allowed to wrinkle their dresses or anything. Well, you so. can't shove their panty in. Yeah, whatever. This lady this comes, lady comes, comes from a generation that knows, that knows how to enjoy, enjoy the moment. Yep. Yep, not yep. no phone, just enjoying the moment with the cute little grin on her face. Yep, very true. Oh yeah, rare photo of a remote control from the seventies, and you know you stood there. You're <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. Let me see if I like it. Yeah, my 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 sons can remember those days. You know, get up and change the channel. And then you stand there. Don't move. Let me yeah, see if move. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you're good. Okay, commercial. Go change it again. Yeah, but you know, I pay back because when I was a kid, they used to have the rabbit ears on the TV still. Oh, you had to get and that. And my mother would say, straight. stand there and hold it that way. Don't, to, move. don't move. And I stand there for an hour while she's watching the show. Yep. <laughs> so it hasn't changed much. Nope. Yep, yep. I don't call it getting old. I call outliving the warranty. I don't want to outlive the warranty. <laughs> I want to be able to, you know, trade it back in. Oh, yep. 1990s. Don't sit too close to the TV. You'll damage your eyes. 2019. Literally strapped to your face. Yep. <laughs> oh, so funny. 
Go. Oh, that's great. So funny story. So Keith had that, was playing the video game with that thing on his face. Was that virtual 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 reality thing? So he was playing that, and he was playing the Walking Dead one with the zombies and everything. And so he's like already jumpy, and the cat Seymour comes by and rubs against his leg. I've never seen Keith jump so high. I guess not. Yeah. (laughs) Go Seymour. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. That is funny. He was like, oh, my God, I thought something grabbed me. <laughs> it did. Right. <laughs> uh, nobody. Employees, employers sending emails about workplace issues. As per my last email. <laughs> it, it doesn't, that, doesn't that sound like uh, John taking away Brian's computer? computer I feel like yeah. that is pretty similar to that. This, this is great. great. Let me see. I can't see that. Wow, the generation gap. (laughs) Shaving the sides of your head, leaving the hair on top, and not having anything on top. Wow, that's sad. That's your memes. memes. That is the memes of the week. That's good. I'm pretty good, good, right? I like as per my last email. Right, right. That was a good one. Should send that to Amanda. Be like, here you go. Drop that bomb. Give a shout shout out out to to our sponsor. We're waiting. Americano ammunition coffee. So I went by there this last week. Dad, you should have had some. So I went by there this last week and got the peach toasted whatever thingy that is there right now. I love, Absolutely delicious. I love peach. So it couldn't Super go good. Yeah. Not very strong peach taste because you have the coffee, but you can definitely taste it. Like it's really good. Yeah. And then go to the next one. And then I had a lovely little lemon poppy seed loaf cake thing from Red Hen. Delicious. Was it like a bread or a cake? It was like a sliced pound cake. Oh, okay. I, I and then it I had the that. frosting on it. It was very good. It was huge too, right, babe? Yeah. It was yeah. easily like two, an inch and a half thick. I probably like that. It was so good. They had a bunch of muffins and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I didn't really need to like try them you all. You don't want to try them all. Yeah. No. I'm good with just a lemon one. As soon as she said lemon, I was like, done. That's all I need. I don't need the rest of them. Just let me, I just need to assume that all the rest are terrible. But they were almost sold out. So I don't know if they like get them every morning. But they were almost, there was two lemons after the ones I got. And there was only like one muffin of each one left. So they are definitely selling out, which is awesome. Well, I'm sure they make it fresh every day, right? Yeah, I'm assuming she gets them every morning. I don't know if she gets them in the morning or the evening or how they go, but... They were almost out, so I love that. That's cool. But they were delicious. Yeah, like, maybe we need good. to talk with her and be like, hey, just make us a couple pound cakes and mmm. Right? And eat the whole thing. You're a perfect spokesman for them, that's I for know, sure. That's delicious. That's good. It's always good to hear from somebody that Who actually... told us that? Oh, hey, by the way, we are now on Spotify. Go look at HOA Horror Stories. Is up there? Ha <laughs> ha. That one was a good show too. Is Spotify the one where you it's like you you can you can't see it but you can hear it? Well, that- so it used to be only listen. Yeah. And now they just recently uploaded to where you can do photo you can oh, do really? videos. Oh, okay. So you can watch or listen, but it's super easy, just throw it on in the car and do it while you're driving. Yeah, that's what's good about uh, in the car if you're driving. Yeah, sure. super easy. So you can yeah. just throw it on, it'll play through your we can be in through your car speakers. Right. Uh, you How dro- poetic is that? Are you drawing drawing people on it yet? Spotify? Or? Um, I think we're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're getting, we're getting there. there. So, Good. 
It's new, so, you know, go listen to us. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, after tonight, you have a blockbuster, so don't worry about it. Ooh, Mama Cat says she's <laughs> going to make me some lemon treats. There you go. There you mm. go. I wanted to make more of that fudge. That fudge was delicious. It was good. I tried to deny myself because I'm a diabetic, but you know what? I couldn't. It's so it good. My, it was good. That was, was my chair, chair, by the way. <laughs> yeah, sure Are you was. farting? <laughs> no, my chair. Chair. no farting. Okay. Are we ready to go into the generations? Yep, I'm going to stay muted to keep keep the echoing echoing down. down. Okay, sounds good. Oh, are you going to pull me up? There we go. See, this is a total, like, we're totally good. It's great when the producer's not here. It's a little terrifying. It's totally fine. Yeah, you have the mic. That makes it terrifying. The mic, it's great. (laughs) Hey, sir. Whatever. I'm going to stop talking and let you talk. Remember that? No. That's mm-hmm. all right. Go ahead. Exactly. You're doing good. You're doing very good. Generation. Isn't that a cute little picture? Oh, there should have been puppy dog footprints in there. So generations. A definition of generation. A generation refers to all of the people born and living and living at about the same time regarded collective, collectively. It can also be described as the average period. Generally considered to be about 20 to 30 years during which children are born and grow up, become adults, and begin to have their own children. In kinship terminology, it is a structural term designating the parent-child relationship. It is known as biogenesis, reproduction, or procreation in the biological sciences. Absolutely. Alrighty then. So it's the life you live. So if that's accurate, then I've gone through four generations. 30, 60. You're not 120 years old. It says 20 to 30. 20 to 30. You can't just stick it at 20. 20. If I did pick 20, it would be four generations. If you picked 30, it'd be two. No. And a half. Two and a half. But I'm picking 20. Of course, because it makes you feel better. Exactly. Because he's going to outlive his warranty. Exactly. (laughs) Isn't it usually eight to 10 years that they got it out? So you're out. You're at 80. You're done. <sighs> thank you for being. Thank you for sharing that with everybody. I appreciate that. You already told them you were or Oh my goodness! So we have some generations here since the 1900s. So 24, 124 years. Mm-hmm. That's some math for you. That's it. We have the greatest generation, 1901 to 1927. The silent generation, 1928 to 1945. The baby boomers, we all know them. They're all our parents. 46 to 64. Not me. Are you in the silent generation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, some we'll people. We'll talk about that in a few some minutes. Some people are old. Wow. <laughs> wow. We have the Gen X born 65 to 80. The generation Y are millennials, 1981 to 95. The Gen Zers, 96 to 15. A gen- generation alpha? They don't have a name for it yet. That's why they're calling it that. Yeah, it should be Generation Shit Show. Exactly. But they don't have a name for it. No, yet. the sad thing is, is that's not even them. It's the Gen Zers that are screwing everything up. Yeah. the Generation Alphas are what? Not even 10 years old yeah, yet. Yeah, the Gen Z is in control right now. So you're right. They're the yeah, ones that they're the ones screwing big, everything up right now. influence right now. But, yeah. Z is in. Z, take them back. But I'm sure Generation Alpha will do their share to screw it up. Oh, yeah, they're not any better off. Definitely. So I'm technically considered a millennial. 
Who is? Me. You? Let me see. I was born in 82. Yes, you are. I'm technically a millennial. Yes, That's you, terrifying. Not, te not technically. You are a millennial. That it's is technical. terrifying. But technically, I am. That's terrible. So if we're going to break it down by generations, let's let's start with the greatest generation because... Like that one? Yeah, we can do Bam! that. Bam! We can do that because to me, that's, that Ooh, is... Ooh, look at you, Christine. Hold on. Christine's a baby boomer, <laughs> and he's a Gen Xer. Ooh, girl, looking at you, taking a baby home with you. Oh, boy. Gim, Christine. That's okay. That's okay. Sorry. Technically, technically, Keith's an Xer. He's a Gen Xer, and I'm a millennial. Yes, you are. That's terrifying. That's, that is terrifying. But anyway, speaking about greatest generations, as, as you're reading here, it's more than... Hey, do I get to count in there a little bit? No. No? Okay. Absolutely. So the greatest generation, 1901 to 1927, we had the progressive area, mm -hmm. era. We had World War I. Mm -hmm. The Roaring Twenties. Those were the ones with the dresses with like the... The flappers. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh my God. I would have loved to be a flapper. We're going to talk about that about my grandma. So we're going to... Your grandma was a flapper? Yeah, she was. <gasps> we're going to talk about that. I'm so jealous. Yeah. We had the Spanish flu pandemic. Yes, we did. 1918, I think. Right. Yes. The invention of the radio, telephone, and automobile. Yes, I remember that. The world... <laughs> you remember that? You were, you were there then? I was there with the radio, that's for sure. Um, the stock market crash, mm -hmm. the golden age of Hollywood, Batman and Superman, yeah. and then music, jazz, folk, gospel, blues, and swing. We can have swing. You had the flappers. Yeah. Now you had swing, but what, what is it? the golden age of Hollywood, Batman and Superman? What the hell does that mean? I think that's when they came out, right, honey? Not to mind. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's when those characters were developed. developed. Oh, you, oh, okay. oh, you mean the characters were developed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not movies. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, but getting back to, you call it the progressive era. I call it just what it is, the greatest generation. I don't think there'll ever be another generation like those people. They were amazing. What they went through and what they did to save this country and keep this country going is amazing. It'll never happen again. I'm, I'm confident in that. Oh, and I'm I, sure. And I don't want to sound down, down with this because there are a lot of, still a lot of young people today that are good people. And, and they but you have to have everything going on too exactly. to be able to have that. Exactly. So, World War One was terrible. I, it, it's the war that was supposed to end all wars. It was the Great War. It was the war that nobody wanted, but everybody got. We tried to stay out of it until 1918, and uh, unfortunately, we, Woodrow Wilson, I think, I believe, was the president, dragged us into that war. Um, it was not a good war. The things that happened in that war, like the chemical. A weaponry, the, the the gassing of the. That's when the orange, the well, whatever well, stuff was used, right? Or was no, that that's in Vietnam. Okay. Wrong war. Not even close. No, but anyway, they went through hell in that war, and they came back, and there was no rehabilitation. They, I mean, the veterans came back. They tried to help them. A lot of them were disfigured, uh, you know, fa especially facial disfigurements, and they tried to do things for them. Well, like, back then there wasn't much. No, there wasn't much. Healthcare-wise, no. so. Well, they, what they did is they created masks for them that they could put yeah. on, so they didn't look so ugly yeah. and stuff. But it was a terrible war, and you know, fortunately, we won that war, and uh, Germany lost, and we moved on, but it, only for a short time. Yeah. The Roaring Twenties is interesting because my grandma was part of that era, and I sat down with her and talked to her in length about this. I never wrote it down, which I can kick myself in the butt for, 
but I remember a lot of it. Considering I'm 80, that's pretty good. <laughs> she, she told me about a, a bunch of things about the Roaring Twenties. It was exciting. It was dangerous. It was unbelievable. It was immoral. It was all the things that... Well, it was after... So the war was in 1918. Right. And then that you was had, over. It was over. Well, then. but yeah. So it ended in 1918. Then you had the pandemic. Right. And then you had the Roaring Twenties. So that was everything coming back from that. Everything coming. And so that's why... So it was why, the money that, and the jobs. That's and why the, it was just a crazy time. They were celebrating. Yeah. They wanted to live life. Absolutely. Because they just watched everybody die. Right. And my grandma told me about... She was living in Chicago at the time, uh, raising my, my mother and my uncle. And she was married to an Italian mobster. Uh, I won't name his name, but they were very close. They knew Frank Nitti and Al Capone and some of those other people. In fact, my grandmother told me she went out to dinner a couple of times with Frank Nitti uh, in Chicago. She also, when they went back to New York, because he was part of the organized crime and he was a big gambler, he introduced her to Dutch Schultz, I believe, and they went out to dinner a couple of times. So she had, she had quite an interesting young life. Uh, they lived in a mansion in Chicago. They had a housemaid, a butler, a chauffeur. They were doing great because he was a big gambler. Yeah. And, of course, he was making money in organized crime. So he was doing well, but then he lost it all. Between the depression and gambling, they were busted. When they went back to New York and they got divorced, she actually lived on the jewelry she had for, for almost 10 years hocking it oh, a little I'm bit sure. at a time because that's the only way she could do it. Yeah. But she told me some interesting things about that time. But the biggest thing I got out of it is all they wanted to do was have fun. Party. Absolutely. The, the college kids were crazy. Everybody was crazy. Uh, drinking, you know, like prohibition, everybody drank anyway. Didn't yeah. matter. Didn't so make a difference. It, it was just crazy, the whole thing. So That's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah that was the Roaring Twenties. Yep. That sounds like so much fun. And, and you got to wear those cool dresses. And they were, and she was a flapper. She, That's so cool. she she told me about the dances, the Charleston and some of the other dances and how they, you know, how they were very free with yeah. their emotions. Oh, I'm sure. I don't sure. know how to say that, but you know, it was just a crazy, crazy era. So, you know, uh again, you talked about the Spanish flu. Yeah. That was prior to the twenties, actually, but yeah. it did definitely have an impact on the Well, but uh, that changed the with the war ending yeah. and then as soon as everybody got back from the war, the Spanish flu yes. broke out. Yeah. So you didn't really have time to recoup. No. Let alone build anything. And, and so then right. after that, then you finally started to rebuild. Exactly. And it was bad because I mean a lot of people died. It wasn't it wasn't a joke. Everybody died from the war and then everybody died from the Spanish yeah. flu. But the thing is they didn't have the advanced medical No, they didn't know anything what to do. No. No, they finally figured out, wait a minute, we have a problem in the hospital. We have all the windows closed. We have to open all the windows. Well, they didn't realize that, exactly. so they realized that it was and airborne. Be believe it or not, when they opened all the windows, it started the, letting the fresh death air. rate started to go down. Oh, absolutely, because it's they, fresh air. Yeah, they weren't. They were still dying, but not at the same not rate. Not at the same rate. Yeah, yeah. no, it was, absolutely. It was interesting, yeah. We've come, we've come a long way from that, but then again, we had... We the, don't open our windows in the hospitals. <laughs> we, we had the COVID of... We don't have to tell everybody. We had the next about pandemic. That. So yeah, until the next one, right? We didn't God, open the windows. God forbid. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so that was the Spanish flu. Then you're talking about the invention of the radio, telephone, and automobile. Now, I wasn't there when they were invented, regardless of what my daughter-in-law thinks. I wasn't there. No, you should have been there to get me a Model T, Dad. But I do remember when the radio was popular because we didn't have a television. Well, radio was huge until like. 
1950, 49.50 was when TV started to come in. But popular. even still, it wasn't around oh, no. in homes no, until not every, home. every third or fourth Late home. 60s, early 70s, yeah. I would say it was in no, every home. Late 50s, late 50s. It was in every home. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody had a home, black and white anyway. Yeah. But the thing was, I remember, and, and I can't explain why, but I remember sitting with my sister in front of the radio, staring at it as like it's the shows came on. And it was like a a precursor for television because you were looking at this radio and listening to the dialogue yeah, and the voices. Yeah, it sounded like you were doing something else. And you, were, you, you could vision the yeah. story, you know, because they were so good at their sound effects yeah. and everything. But it was sort of like a precursor to television, which crept right up behind it. Yeah, that's well, funny, well, though. If you think, if you think about, about one of my favorite, favorite stories is Orson, Orson Welles and the and World, World of Worlds, that, that people, people really, really thought, thought it was an alien invasion. Absolutely, and they did. They did think that that was in 1939, I believe, or 38. Yeah, and they actually did believe it all the way. I mean, there were people that were killing themselves, running panic in the streets, and and it, they tried to come on and quiet everything down. And I think even Austin Wells himself came on and said, "It's only a radio show. It's not real." But it was too late by now. It was a mess yeah. for a while. Very real. They, they he did. I mean, you can say what you want. It was terrible what they did, but. He was a genius. But again, also with, like you said, the way it's presented, like it was real. It wasn't convincing. Yeah, absolutely convincing. I mean, if I had been sitting there, I would have thought the Martians are coming too. It was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Dad would have got on his tinfoil hat. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I don't know why, why we say, say Martian. Martian. Oh, I, I think, think it's Marvin, Marvin the Martian. The Martian. <laughs> well, I don't know about who, <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> Marvin the Martian is, but uh, that, that this was supposed to be a From Martian. Looney Tunes? Oh, okay. Now I know. In who the it little is. green with yeah, the pew with pew the and little, his little gun. Something with his head. Yeah, 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 like a hat or yeah, something yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember him now. Okay. But yeah, it was it was quite it was intimidating for a long. I mean, people they were trying to sue Austin Wells and everything, but he really technically didn't do anything. He didn't wrong. do anything wrong. He presented you felt a for show, it. you know. Yeah, but you fell for it. Yeah. Well, and then especially you have radio sports. Yeah. Huge. I still have aunts and uncles who walk like will not watch the game they listen to it there's nothing better than listening to a baseball game it is on the radio. so good it's so they if they're good at what they do oh yeah it's like being right there on the field i mean i remember the old days in, in the early 50s when we didn't have a tv yet and i used to listen to the dodges on the radio and stuff mm -hmm. it was just like being on the field That's and i crazy. used to go to the Ebbets field i was a dodger fan at the time brooklyn dodger i used to go to the field with my grandma she used to take me to two or three games a year and I'd sit there and I'd, I'd be in awe of what I saw. But then I would go home and listen to another game and still picture the field. And you can picture it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was fantastic. Absolutely. Because yeah. once you see it, you can picture it. And yeah. the way they're describing everything, it's yeah. amazing. It was. It was amazing. Yep. Unbelievable. Now, I see you put down the stock market crash here. That was a disaster. Uh I don't know anything about that one. Well, what happened was, I mean, obviously... Was this what brought the Great Depression? It was this started, stock market yes, crash? It okay. started it, yes. It, 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 it just wiped out everybody. I mean, we're talking about millionaires that suddenly were selling apples on the street. I mean, it really was bad. Oh, crap. Uh, That's kind of big. Yeah, it was like, I mean, it was disaster. So many people killed themselves, jumped out of windows. Oh, dang. Yeah, it was bad. It was It was not something that... That's why we can't open windows in the hospital exactly. anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Suicide, <laughs> yeah. So it was bad, and yes, it did bring on the depression. Uh, it, okay. It was, it was 
something that I didn't experience because it was, in, like I said, it was in 1929, so I wasn't around. But yeah. contrary to what my daughter-in-law thinks, I wasn't Why around. Why is it going to be me? <laughs> but anyway, Hand yeah, it, it was bad. So it, you didn't get to stand in line for bread or anything? No, but, you know, I'm going to talk about that in the next generation oh, okay, a little so bit. Okay, so that's not in this one? No, but, I mean... There were people standing in line. They, you know, it's like they had what they call soup soup stores and soup, soup shops, kitchens, uh -huh. soup kitchens, and believe it or not, most of them were furnished and financed by gangsters. Oh, like, I'm sure they like were. Like Dutch Schultz and Al Capone, people like that. They actually spent money to bring these shops in, these soup shops or soup stores, whatever you call, yeah. it, uh, so people could eat because it was Aww. bad. It was barely bad. That's so sweet. But, See, and nobody likes the gangsters. Yeah, well, they kill people too. Yeah, so. well, people probably deserve <laughs> you gotta, to die. You got to kind of put it in perspective there. But uh, I, the, the saddest thing was watching children go hungry, which it still happens sadly today in the world. Yeah. And it's something we need to do something about. Because to me, the most irritating thing I can see is when I watch the television. Uh, oh, my goodness. You watch commercial. TV show during the day, Dad, of I, course. Well, you get the puppies I, and kittens that are dying. Exactly. The children that are dying. But I don't want to see a kid crying to be and hungry. It's wrong. We're, we're too rich of a world to let that happen. We're stupid. I, Look I, at our vets on the side I of the road. Know, but it doesn't we come. Can't figure that out. But it doesn't just come down to the United States. It comes no, down to the entire country. world. They need to do something about kids. Take Not care of kids. I know. I know. But it's you sad. can't take care of kids because then they start, turn into stupid adults. Well, <laughs> let's they not get there. They stay cute kids forever. Well, whatever. But anyway, but that's what bothers me is the kids hurt more than anybody when it Dad comes. Dad watches TV during the day. That's yeah. what bothers him. Oh, boy. You need to stop that. Anyway, Golden Age of Hollywood, Batman and Superman. Superman. So I'll is let, that when they came out with, like, the comics and stuff? Yeah, let Keith talk about that because I don't know what he's talking about. I could talk about the Golden Age, but I don't know what he's talking about. I don't need I don't either. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Well, okay. So is that when they came up with like the comic books and everything? I think that's, I think when, that's the when the characters were developed. developed. Oh, okay. yeah. Probably, probably comic books. books. Yeah, probably DC comics. Yeah. Probably. Mm -hmm. uh, the Golden Age of Hollywood went from the the silent movies to the mm -hmm. talkies, and uh, it, it was a, like an overnight phenomenon. I mean, there was millions and millions of dollars put into productions of silent movies, and suddenly they came out with talkie movies, talking movies, and everybody panicked. What do they do now? I think Al Jolson's uh, The Jazz, Man, Jazz Singer was the first one that came out. And everybody panicked. They didn't know what to do. They said, what do we do now? Uh, you know, and they found out that half their stars couldn't talk. Well, they, couldn't, they didn't have the voices they didn't know how to for sound. Yeah. So they, they, were in, they were in a lot of trouble. But they made the conversion gradually, and they became what we call Golden Age of Hollywood, which would be probably the 30s to the 40s, where they had some of the bigger... Bigger yeah, stars, bigger actors. Clark well, that's Gable. when everybody was see watching stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, James Cagney, uh, you know, Betty Davis, Joan Crawford. Because this wasn't people. even, because we didn't even have TV and stuff yet. No, by no, this was all Hollywood. So. When you went to the movie as a kid, like when I went to the movies in the late 40s and the early 50s, it cost you 20 cents, 25 cents, and you stayed there all day. Yeah, they didn't kick you out. I mean, it was like you had a, a main feature, a B movie, news newsreels, like 10 or 20 cartoons, God knows how I many. But you actually went at like 12, 12 noon, and you didn't get out of it until 5 o'clock. So it was like a built-in babysitter for your family. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was great. It was Just really drop the great. kids off and be like, bye. But that's all you had. See, there was no television, so that's all you had. Yeah. Right, right. And it was great. So Saturdays and Sundays 
were uh, a big help to parents. They got rid of their kids for a few hours. Hey, so, that's good. They yeah. can drop the kids off at the movies, and then yeah. parents can go. Yeah. You know, well, make more kids. But going back to the golden age of Hollywood, the biggest year was 1939. When we're not there yet. We're at 1927. You can't skip ahead. Where we are? Oh, okay. No jumping ahead. Well, then guess what? The golden age of get... Hollywood really hasn't started yet. Go well, ahead. Well, that's when he said Batman and Superman were developed. Yes, and that's when sound. No, no sound yet. Okay. Next, so the greatest generation still. Of the 16 million Americans who served in World War II, 38% were from this generation. Yeah. The first TV was invented in 1927. Right, I remember that. <laughs> but he, he remembers that because he was there. Let's get back to the Americans that served in Second oh, World War. You wanted War. to go there back? Well, okay. it's important because nobody, nobody made more sacrifices for this country than the men and women during the Second World War. And I, I include the women. I know they weren't in combat. No, but they had to take care of everything. If they didn't do what they did, we'd be in a lot of trouble. So they, they took care of the defense plants. They were on the assembly lines. They took care of the family at home while the men were away fighting. So everybody contributed to this war. That's why they call it the greatest generation. And they were. And they'll never be topped. Because nope. they made I mean, I watch some old documentary films on what these men did in battle. And I can tell you right now, I don't know how they did it. I mean, I could see them storming the beaches of Normandy or storming the, the, the beaches of San, uh, was it Iwo Jima. And I don't know how they did it because it takes a certain amount of courage and determination and love for your country to do those things. To just and, go in there and know you're not going to make it out? And sadly, I don't think we have that anymore. No, and, no. Uh, I, I just, my hat's off to them every time. When people ask me about the greatest generation, I say that it tops in my book. No doubt about it. Yep, I agree. So the first TV was invented. Let's see what the next one has. So the silent generation. That's me. That's you? That's me. So be silent. Okay, I'll be silent. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought we were called the the uh war babies that's what i thought we were called because we, we were born during most a lot of us were born during the war yeah so we were always known as the war babies but i guess we're called because you were the ones that came back when dad came back and knocked well, actually, out mom and then actually, mom left actually when they were on liberty or leave that's yeah. when it happened well that's what i'm saying yeah. like and then oh yeah. yeah but uh you know again i didn't know this i didn't know we were called the silent generation until we brought this up because i thought i said we were war babies but yeah. e either way uh, Same thing. It, 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 it says, don't as a traditionalist generation. I can see that. Yeah. Okay? So some of us were born during the Great Depression. Yeah. Some of us were born during World War II, which was me. The Korean War, uh, Nazism, nuclear bomb. Oh, we'll talk about that, too. Communism and the rise of the Soviet Union. So, I mean, yeah, this is That's all That's a lot of, of stuff that happened. A lot of stuff that happens. But the Great Depression we already talked about. A little bit. So, I mean, as far as the people that were born in 1928 and on, they did experience that because it happened in, in uh, it started in 1930, really. Yeah. So they, they were young babies. But they still dealt they with it. They felt the pressure of it, yeah. yeah. The, the lack of food, the lack of shelter sometimes, whatever. They were involved in it, so you have to, you have to add that to the equation. No, know? absolutely, and then, you know, potato soup and all that other good stuff. Exactly, exactly. Making everything at home and because you don't have Wednesdays. anything. And Meatless Wednesdays, I ever tell you about Meatless Wednesdays? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had that for a long time. Uh, 
I think my mother pushed it a little bit longer than most people, but we had that for a while, yeah. uh, which meant on, on Wednesdays you didn't eat meat. You ate cheese or, or vegetables, vegetables or whatever, yeah. potatoes. We used to mash. Or spaghetti, no meatballs. Yeah, we used to mash potatoes, carrots, and something else together, and that would be our meal for the Wednesday. Oh, but, there you go. And sometimes we had a ketchup sandwich. It depends. Oh, but you mean wine sauce? Wine, wine sauce. Wine sandwich. gravy? Yeah, wine gravy. Ketchup is wine gravy. <laughs> Make a note of that, y'all. Oh, right. But anyway, so yeah, it was it was uh, something that people did to sacrifice for the sake of the, the military. Well, and the time. yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they well, So there was a cool thing that we saw when we went to the tractor poles because, you know. That's my family. So we went to the tractor poles, and there was this lady who had a World War II sock maker. Yeah. It was the machine, and you hit the thing, and yeah. it would, like, knit the sock. Knit the it sock. Was, was, cool. was cool. so cool. It would put, like, the toe in. It would yeah. do the heel. And she said before this, because they had so many women making the guy's socks, yeah. she said before this, it would take them forever. She said one woman. So the government, like, gave them out. Yeah gave out these things right. and then they would give them like an allowance for bringing in like making socks all day yeah yeah and so like a lot of women did that because they were at home with the kids or whatever or they just did it as a side job too is they would just make socks they had and coming from that they had other apparatuses or, or inventions that made other things too like oh yeah potholders and all kinds of oh, different yeah. where they could do it quickly yeah as opposed you know it wasn't instead of hand knitting yeah. like it was it was quick you literally sat there and like cranked it and it stitched it end over end in a circle and it made right. the whole sock it was so cool it was between doing it yourself and assembly line it was somewhere yeah. in between yep and it moved fast yeah it did yeah. yeah they could sit there i think it's she said they made a sock in like two hours or three hours or something they could make a pair of socks instead yeah. of a day we, they could only make one exactly yeah so but, it was really cool yeah and everybody was doing it yeah mm -hmm. and like you say socks was a priority during the second socks World was War. huge yeah i guess that's what they were shipping well, them over like crazy because they were in fighting in the jungles they were fighting mm -hmm. in, in cold weather and things like that they needed socks that was the first thing that went was yeah. the socks and once your socks go your feet go yeah once, once you get socks then you get sores then you're done once your feet go you're out of you're out of service yeah you're in the hospital so yeah, yeah it was important that's cool. But talking about World War II, uh, I guess it's I guess it's a big hang up with me because I was fascinated by what happened in World War II, everything that went on, and so I always focused on it a little more than most people. But what what happened in World War II and the way the country got together and united? Because we weren't we weren't in agreement on World War II. I don't know if, uh, you know I don't know how many people know this, but half the country didn't want to get into World War II. It took Pearl Harbor for to us really to get push into everybody it. over the edge. And even that made some people resistant to yeah. going into war. We were, we were done with war. The First World War did it for us. We didn't want it anymore. Well, and they saw that. That's the thing is it wasn't a big enough space in between right. for people to forget. These guys are still thinking, gee, my oldest brother just got killed in exactly. World War I. My grandfather did. My father did. This or isn't. They, or they got disfigured or whatever. Yeah, you're not even in, but you have less than one generation in between. So half of the people so, were isolationists. Yeah, they so all still know this. They were, so let us mind our own business and move on. Mm -hmm. but they didn't did, want to get involved because. Yeah, that, that was not the right thing to do. Yeah. Because we were in the middle of a world war where Nazism and the Japanese Empire were determined to take over the world. Yeah. And they didn't care how they do it. 
and the, the atrocities and the violence and the mayhem that they caused early in the war certainly changed everybody's attitude. That's where Hollywood came in. Yeah. And they started making these documentaries and promoting, you know, Americanism yeah. and let's let's fight for our liberty and, and our republic and for the freedoms of the world. Yep. And people bought into it. And that's why everybody enlisted and everybody went. Yeah. I don't think that would happen today, but back back then people believed in the country and they loved the country, so they went and they fought. And a lot of young men died and never saw adulthood yeah. as you might want to say they died at 17 18 19 years old then yep. they never got a chance to have a family or, or live a life nothing they, they 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 put it all on the line for this country and people today don't appreciate that no. i'm not talking about the folks that are watching because i know you do i'm talking about in general the younger, because they don't know the younger generation so, doesn't know so exactly. and that's something else so you have the last generation that had world war one right okay so then you have less than 30 years later, World War II. Right. So you have two generations that know what war is like, know what you can lose. We haven't had that. No, no. These kids have no idea. No, they're not told. The worst thing that's happened was we had the Iranian war or whatever in the 90s. The Middle East, yeah. The Middle Eastern war, but that wasn't even that bad for us. I mean, we shipped off some kids, but it's not like they were knocking on your door, stealing your kids. No, but they, they, these young men and women did die. I they mean, did, but it's but it's nothing like it was no. before, and these kids know nothing of it. No, no comparison. Nope. So and, my both my dad's parents were in World War II. My uh, grandfather was crap. Something in. The uh, Air Force. Okay. I don't know what. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Maybe and then my the grandmother was a pharmacist for the Navy. I know. You told me that. Right? I know. She got, she's she got married in the National Service. Yep. She's in the National. She gets her own plot. She's I, not the wife plot on no, the back no, like she, everybody else. No, is. A, she gets her own one. Sure. She's a veteran. So yeah, we went. So grandma died first before grandpa 10 years before. And so she's a little stinkler like me. I think I'm her reincarnated. Um little feisty thing um so sh we went to the cemetery and she is the only so they have it in like sections i guess is the best way in the military secretary like they have them in sections she's the only girl the only female well that's a credit to her so then we had to like wander around and find there was another one but yeah, no that's a credit to her and yeah. that's the way it should be i mean she should have been treated like a hero oh yeah she it was, was a hero it was amazing yeah. so i had a uh, my father who i didn't know was in the Second World War. He was in the Navy. I, that's about all I know about him. But my wife's father won the Purple Heart, the Bronze Heart. He was yeah, we have him downstairs. He was a medic. That's and he cool. was in the Philippines. And he, he got all kinds of rewards and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's something to be proud of. That's cool. Yeah. That's he, really neat. He, he did a good job, yeah. And, it, awesome. and being a medic or a corpsman back... Ugh, worst even, job even ever. Even today, but back then. Worst job ever. Because they were the first people... The Japanese and the yep. Germans tried oh, to Oh, yeah. Kill. That's why they told them, what was it? Hunch, uh, Brokeback, not Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Sorry. That's a raw film. The, the. You talk about actual region? Yes. And that was the first thing they told them was take that thing off your arm because yes. they're going to go for you Absolutely. first. Absolutely. That's the first one they go for. I got hairy legs. Yeah, shut up. I got hairy legs. Who's putting that on? Keith. What are you doing with that? You don't like what we're saying? He's making fun of me because I don't remember what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, okay. I was making fun of her back mountain. Back mountain. This, this girl smells funny. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that, what you say is very true, though. That's Yeah, that's and ideally, think about it. Like, if I'm going after you, what's the first person I'm going to take out? The one who can save you. The guy that's going to help you. Yep, absolutely. So, so those guys were, were heroes. Yes, honey? I, 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 I don't know, I don't know that's, that's a fair, fair statement, statement to say, to say that people who people went through a desert storm and, and, and that war didn't, didn't understand what they were fighting for. I think, I think they, were they were exposed to, to a, a completely, completely different culture. During that, during that war, war. there's things that, that nobody's, nobody's ever, ever seen, seen before. before. Like, you, 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 deal with, you deal with you deal with a group that, that there's, no, there's no, regard no regard for life, and I think, and I think we, we saw, saw stuff over there, over there that, that really caused a lot of PTSD. A lot of PTSD you know, in you know, the soldiers. Not yeah, saying that the World War II didn't, but, but we, we were experiencing something totally different. I think. Well, I agree with you to a point, but you have to understand that during the Second World War especially in the Pacific, the Japanese were fanatics. And they had their soldiers convinced, you have to die for your country. You never surrender. So it was pretty much the same thing. They would give their lives up, whether they strapped themselves with grenades or whatever they did, and kill themselves before they surrender. So I would say there was a, there was a very similar situation between the Middle East and the Pacific War. But I agree with you. I think the, the war in the Middle East was different. In a lot of ways, it was more political. Uh, you know, it was more, you know, let's play this thing out in a different way. I mean, you know what? You saw what happened with the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. That would have never happened under Eisenhower or MacArthur or any of those people. I can tell you that right now. So we're fighting politics along with war now. Which and is that, sad. It shouldn't be it is, that. It is sad. It is sad. Because the only people that pay the price are the young men and women. our kids, yeah, are the... Or the people going over yeah. there fighting it. There's there's nobody in politics who's over there actually losing their life or losing their kids or losing any of their family. Very true. It's all the worker bees like us that are all losing our people trying to fight their game. That's true. Are, are so. we reading any of the comments? We're reading them. Are, do you need, are you like. I can't with, see them. Are you going through withdrawals because you can't type? No, I can't see the comments, <laughs> but I'm saying, are you reading the comments? I'm not reading them. Keith's in charge of the comments. I'm not in charge oh, of that. Are we, are we making any comments on the comments? We are reading comments? them, yes. I'm putting, I'm putting, putting them up there. Mama Cat said every veteran should be proud for serving, and we're proud of every veteran for serving. You guys are the ones who've kept us in line and kept us trying to fight for our country as good as it can be. So we thank all of you guys for it. Definitely, definitely. As far back as you can go, up till including now. All the way to the beginning. I don't want people to think that I don't respect the men and women that fight today, because I do tremendously. Abs even more today, because yes. you're dealing yeah. with even more of the politics. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I, I, I respect every veteran and every man and woman that's serving right now. That has made, their, that, has made that decision to put their life for the country. Absolutely. Whether whether they whether it gets taken, whether it doesn't, they get to go home to their families. Yep. They still made that decision going in that they would give up their life for this country. Right. So. Are you reading? Good job. Are you reading anymore? I can't see. Anything. Am I reading what? These comments. I can't see anything. It says, "I agree, Andrea." Oh, okay. Mama Cat put a purple heart. She says exactly, Dan. Do you want me to read everyone? Yeah. Are you going through withdrawals? He's going through withdrawals. I can't see. He's, <laughs> they're taking the time to put the things on there. Let's read them. We're not reading every single comment. Whatever. Read a, read a couple. We did read a couple. Okay. Let's, oh, my God. He's going a, through it, draws. Let's talk about the Korean War, because now we're talking about something. You know about that. Yeah, it's a little bit sensitive, because the Korean War is another one of these wars that we didn't want to get into. 
Harry Is Truman. there a war that we've ever wanted to get into? Not really. Exactly. To be honest with you, not really. <laughs> so anyway, the Korean War, Harry Truman wanted to stay out totally. Uh, he, I don't know if anybody knows President Truman, but he, he took over for Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Him, no. <laughs> when Roosevelt died, he took over the office. And uh, his famous line was, the buck stops here. And he was right. The buck does stop at the president. But he tried to stay out of the Korean War. But once he got into it, because what happened was... Oh, she says Dan's the best. A real treat to hear him talk with us. Oh, thank Don't you. Don't get thank tell him that crap. <laughs> thank you, hon. I appreciate that. But anyway, he he was forced into the war because it, the the Chinese decided to go over the, the the border and attack Korea. And once they did that, we had no choice but to go in and defend the South Korea. So that's why we got into the war. Mm -hmm. But nobody ever called it a war. They called it a police action. Oh what, yeah. Whatever the hell that means, it was a war. We lost thousands. Like we were over there shooting people. That's a we, war. We lost thousands and thousands of men, Marines, soldiers. I mean, it was just ridiculous what, what happened over there. And it was not an easy war to fight. I spent a year, uh, 13 months over there. And the weather there is unbelievable. In the winter, it's unbearable. It's freezing. It's cold all the time. It snows. It's just unbelievable. So it's like New York. Exactly. Worse than New York. <laughs> Worse than New York. And in the summer, it's like 100 degrees and humid all the time. Oh, my goodness. Really? So, it's yeah. that big of a change? Big of a change. So you're, oh. out, you're out there fighting the war with, under these conditions, and mostly in the wintertime. And these Marines and these soldiers did everything they could to stop the advance of the Chinese. And... They, they, they managed to hold them at the 38th parallel, and eventually there was a peace, a truce drawn, but they never, nobody ever surrendered. So it's still a so tentative truce. So what happened? It's still a tentative truce to this day. There is no, like, there's been no solution to the problem. The North Koreans still threaten the South Koreans. Well, North, yeah, day. they're always going to fight. Yeah, and the South Koreans are on alert every day. When I was in the service and I served over there, we were on alert 24-7 all the time because they could come over to the border anytime and there was nothing stopping them. Yeah. It's literally just, well, gee, it sounds like our border issue. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. We have a wall at least. Did you only, have a wall? Oh, well, only thing was that they, the enemy had, uh, weapons there, mm. which, uh, made it a little bit more difficult, okay. but it was a tough war. And when we, we finally had a truce, I mean, it's been that way since then. And this is what that 20, until they forget. I don't know. What, what's today's day? 1945 to 20. So 80 years? No, Gee, it was actually 1952 to now. 52 to now? So whatever, however many whatever. years that is. It's been a long time. But the truce is still in, but very tentative. So that's a war that these, these veterans that fought in that war will never forget it. And they never got the recognition. And well, it wasn't actually war, it was a police action. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it, it never got what they deserved, and it's a shame. But that doesn't go anywhere near what we're going to talk about later with Vietnam. But let's go on oh, from okay. here. Nazism. So, is that what you say? Nazism. Well, everybody knows about Adolf Hitler and what he tried to do. He wanted to conquer the world. Can he, I yeah, go ahead, not get kicked sure. out of the family when I say this? Sure, go ahead. Does that mean I'm not going to get kicked out? You might get kicked out. I don't know. We'll see. Too bad. I'm taking half his crap uh, and his dog. So he can't kick me out. Um, so I actually debated that Hitler wasn't crazy. That he actually had a good idea. Well. Executed poorly. When you say he had a good idea, articulate that. A good idea in wanting to make his country better. He did because they were starving. 
they they had they were still struggling for the first world war they had nothing bread was like twenty dollars a loaf or something and mm -hmm. i mean the people couldn't live they were struggling yeah. every day so he wanted to pull them out of that and make them a great country again so yes which he tried he did well he tried the wrong way but he tried that was poorly executed but oh, oh yeah, good intentions because he bought into the same philosophy that everybody else does uh, he bought the same philosophy that the, the democrats are buying into today and that is that all right communism's say, good well no that that you have to you have to blame somebody for everything of course and and if you blame somebody and you target that person People are going to follow you, and they—that's exactly what they did. They blame people, you know, and then they target them, and they targeted them, and we know who we're talking about. And not about. correctly targeting people right. that had anything to do with anything, but you know, just like us with our red hats. Yeah. Well, whatever. But I'm just saying, in that case, they blamed the Jews, they blamed the Gypsies, they blamed the Catholics, they blamed everybody people other than themselves who. who who were different than them yeah. and the german people bought into it at first well can you blame them i no, mean they, was they had they, nothing they, they were, were gonna starving. blame somebody right but it it, it was a disaster he was an, poorly he, executed he was an evil man no doubt about it yes he deserved whatever he got if he got it that's who still knows? debatable but i mean he was evil pure evil just like joseph stalin was pure evil yeah. so you know evil begets evil and uh I don't know what else to say about it, but Nazism and what they almost accomplished—and they almost accomplished. Oh, they were it. close. Uh, it's scary to think what they could have did to the world if they think how much it would have changed oh, everything. It was terrible, terrible. You're you're eliminating races. Right. You're eliminating history. But what? what but now we're just not going to write it in history books anymore. It didn't happen. No, but what did happen is the American know-how and the American energy and the American belief in democracy and freedom yeah. one out yeah you you can always be evil if you believe in your cause and you fight on yeah and that's what they did that's why they, they are called the greatest generation they never quit even when they lost they never quit no. they just kept fighting and eventually they won yep. and that's what takes it that's what it takes so goodbye to nazism that was it goodbye and now we have the and, nuclear and, and, bomb and america, america, america was the beacon back, back then, then. Now, now, now he takes, takes up that mantle. Yep. Well, nobody right now. No. There are people that want to take it up, but... Nobody has see, it right everything now. has changed now, because back then, people had a chance to express themselves, and they had a chance to balance and evaluate the information that was out there. But today, they got the information. Right. Today, Nowadays, you don't get the information. No, you get it, but it's all perverted. Well, you don't get it. That's what I'm saying. You don't actually get the correct information. No, you don't. You get the perverted You get version. whatever they've yeah. manipulated it to be, so that's, you can make the decision based on what they gave you, which isn't even the right information. And that's the problem. That's exactly. Let me it, get the information, and I'll make the decision. If you there. tell the American people the truth, they'll respond. Trust me. They will. But today, you don't tell them the truth. The the, the American people are divided. Because half of them believe one side and half of them believe the other. Keep going with that today. And it doesn't it doesn't matter which side you're on. The problem is there's two sides instead of one side. It should be the American people. Should be America. Truth. And that's the whole thing. Well, well it's not it's not going to be because it's not about America anymore. No. It's about me well, and you hurt my feelings. And I just don't want I'm whatever uh, and I just don't want to piss off YouTube here. So we have to be careful there. 
I'm just saying there's two sides to every story. I grant you that, but we need to unite as a people. There That's is two sides to every story, but you need to tell the story and then let people yes. pick their side. Yes. We're not telling the story. We're not even letting people be able to hear the right story. Yeah, only the story they want to tell. Only whatever they want. That's to not tell. good. No. That's not good. Then we have communism, which we... Well, we didn't get to the nuclear bomb yet. Oh, I thought we just talked about the nuclear no, bomb. we didn't talk to Nuclear bomb. Okay, of course, everybody knows that in 1945, pew, pew. the American President Truman decided to end the war in uh, the Pacific because he was told by his commanders and, and military leaders that attacking Japan on their home front would cost at least a million American lives. And he wasn't willing to, to, to Sacrifice pay, that. That, pay that price. Good so, job. So they decided to drop the bomb. And they dropped it on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And eventually the Japanese surrendered. And where, when did the nuclear plant explode? That was recently, right? Which, which plant are you talking um, about? There's been a couple of them that um, Babe, Chernobyl? Chernobyl is in Russia. Yeah, and it was... in the 1980s. In the 80s. I was going to say, that was in my lifetime. Yeah. I want to go there so bad, you can go there now. But the point is that FYI. because of the bombs being dropped, everybody decided to arm themselves with nuclear weapons. Yeah, Russia, now everybody has China, one. the U.S. Well, and the funny thing is, so everybody has these nuclear bombs, right? Like, literally everybody has one. So what's going to happen? You think anybody's going to pull that trigger? It could be. They're literally going to kill the world. It could be. It's not impossible. Because as soon as you hit that button, you're killing everybody else because you know everybody else is going to hit that button. Well, well, from what I understand, and please, YouTube, don't quote me on this, but I understand from what I read today that Russia has put nuclear weapons on the border of the Ukraine. Now, that doesn't surprise me. I'm not sure if that's accurate, so I'm telling that right now, but that's what I understand. If that's the case, we're that much closer to a disaster. It's, it only takes one mistake to create a devastating effect for the entire world. I mean, let's face it. You don't drop a nuclear bomb and go, whoops. Oopsies. It, you My just bad. Don't. I mean, you're talking about Let me a get major, the towel and clean that up. major catastrophe, and it's going to affect the well, world. And it's going to ruin everything there. So we get all of our like rice and greens. Most of our rice and greens come from Ukraine, as I'm sure we're seeing now because it's been over a year. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. So most of the rice and grains. So within this year, we'll start seeing the shortages of things like that because they didn't get to plant last year. Yeah. And it takes about a year for it to get here. So next year, it's going to be even worse because, again, they haven't planted. So as soon as you drop that nuclear bomb, you're ruining all of that. And people know that. All but, of that ground, all of those seeds. But everything relies on one person, the leader of that particular country. And that's the problem. Somebody should... Bite him, Bill. The problem is we have no control over that one person, and that's what's wrong. We have no control over anything. We can't control our own country. You no. think we can control anything Exactly. Else? That's the whole point. So every country has to be that much more diligent and aware of what they can get done with a leader that's crazy or out of touch with reality. And we have a lot of people like that. But we that have that, that in bill. our whole... Yeah, we have that. We have that in our low-carb heat doesn't mind. I know, right? He's he's happy that there's no more bread and rice. No. Um, but there's we don't have we don't have anybody in charge of our country that knows what's going on. No, we don't. Well, so how yes, are we, we do? No, that's not true. We have the people up front don't know what's going on, but the people in the background know exactly. Yes, what's going but on. the people who are the face 
have no idea what's no, going on. No so clue. how are we supposed to be a help to anybody? If they do throw this nuclear bomb, we, what are we going to do? We can't help ourselves right now. No, I don't know. What are we going to do? That I, nuclear bomb could be point, be sitting there at their that's uh, an, border, but could be pointed at us. Yeah, how do we know? It's an impossible question to answer. How far do they go? Well, let's, well, let's go. go. Let's go, let's go back, back to the, to the bomb, bomb again. And, and I don't know, I don't know if a lot, lot of people know this or not, or not but it was, it was really a race against, against beating the enemy to building this thing because the Germans had the technology to do it, and we, and stole, we stole that from them. They were that close, that close. Right. Right. They, the, the, the reason why they didn't make it is we stole their top scientists. And mm -hmm. he, he we grabbed, get over the finish line. We grabbed him, and he's the one. That made the difference yep, uh, or yep. they well they would have used it no doubt about it they would have oh, absolutely and then we'll, oh, where would have his hands on it yeah yep he'd have been done he'd have been done he'd have done it he would have used it no doubt about it yep and uh and it's scary to think that what that that could have happened but it could have happened very real yeah. oh yeah easily yeah i don't doubt it at all yeah but i remember as a kid in elementary school going back in time go ahead we we used to practice air raids every day in in, in school where we go under the desk and, and hide our heads and put our arms over our heads keep did too and shelter from the potential of a nuclear attack now first of all it's hiding under that desk it's ridiculous it ain't really gonna do what you is good. the desk gonna do for you if they drop a bomb nothing it, it was a, but if it's far enough away and the building falls on you well what it was sure. was it, it was a reassurance that we got everything under control and that if something happens we'll be able to take care of it but it was a false it was a false narrative false sense of security because we all know what happens when a nuclear bomb drops well and who when did that change because keith did it growing well, I up i would say but it changed didn't. in the 1980s yeah we didn't do it growing up i would say it changed in the but 1980s. again is that an east coast west coast thing or was that you know what i mean i don't know it was a 1980s thing i think after the 70s they, they, they kind of let it go kind of let it go yeah so i'm like i never heard about I that i mean i can't speak for all the west coast i don't know but i know the east coast stopped it in the late 70s mm. yeah okay. i don't i don't know about the west coast who was our president at the time of the nuclear bomb dad uh harry truman there you go yeah he was a democrat <laughs> Not that I'm, I'm not saying that to be. He political. was a good old-fashioned Democrat, though. You know They're what? not like the yes, ones you built now. He was. He was a good man. I don't want anybody to misunderstand. The me good old-fashioned ones. He didn't take no shit from nobody. He. I remember him and MacArthur. MacArthur was one of my favorite generals. Mm -hmm. Douglas MacArthur, one of my favorites. But I give Harry Truman credit. He didn't take no shit from MacArthur either. Nope. <laughs> he was the boss, and you either do what he did or you got fired. And he fired MacArthur. Oh. Oh, seriously? Yeah, he fired MacArthur. And MacArthur was one of his best generals. Yeah. They, they had their disagreements about Korea. Yeah. And he fired him. Yeah. That's so crazy. So Harry Truman, Democrat or no Democrat, he was a good president. That was because he was a good... You remember those drills, Christine? I don't. So, so maybe what, it was what, an 80s thing. Weren't the, the drills the result of the Cuban, Cuban Missile Crisis? crisis? More so, More so than, was, than it was. No. It was before that. Way before for, that. For, for us, for us saying saying in the 80s, 80s we, we would still be hiding, still be hiding from, from a bomb, bomb in the 40s. What grade did yeah, you... Think, yes, in, in, in reality, you are. Because right. it, the, the, the Cuban crisis only... The Cuban crisis was played down by a lot of the media because we don't realize how close we were to a major event because we were this close to a war 
where Russia would have got involved and it could have been a nuclear disaster because Khrushchev was nuts. <laughs> and uh, so you had to watch that. But it was still all the stuff we were practicing and having our children practice was all based on the bombs from the Second World War, the nuclear bombs. But if, but it, wasn't if it wasn't for the Cold, Cold War, War and the Cuban, Cuban Missile, Missile Crisis, crisis we, probably we probably would have forgotten about, about the Cold yes. War. Yes, yes, that's a fair point. Yes, we would have. That just, that just aggravated Kept you on the alert. situation. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Hmm. You're absolutely right. That was very, I mean, I was in the Air Force at the time, and I remember when that happened. I hate to tell war stories, but that's okay. I, I like to talk. I was, I was in Ohio at the time in the Air Force, and we got an emergency alert that we had to get on a plane, and we were going to uh, Bermuda because of the nuclear, the, the uh, Cuban crisis, the missile crisis. And we were on the plane, and we were on our way there, and suddenly we landed, and I, lo and I looked out the plane, and everything was snow. I go, what the hell is You're this? You're like, this doesn't look this like Cuba. This is not Bermuda. <laughs> so uh, we, we, we wound up in Goose Bay, Labrador uh, for like 60 or 90 days with summer uniforms. They had to reissue oh, uniforms. Oh, that is not the yeah. same thing. No, because you're talking about like 20 below, constantly snowing, dark all the time. See, and so, there's a reason why he did not join the military. Exactly. So anyway, but... I mean, this is what happened during that time because they really thought we were very close to war. So everybody was on alert, and every every air base, every every uh, U.S. Army fort, every naval station, we were all on alert for the, the Cuban cri uh, crisis because nobody knew where it was going to go. And if it wasn't for, uh, I hate to say this because I'm not a Democrat, but if it wasn't for JFK and his guts. And as a determination to resist Khrushchev, it could have been bad. But he called Khrushchev's bluff, and Khrushchev turned, Khrushchev turned around all the ships that were headed for Cuba, and that was the end of the crisis. That's crazy. Yep, yep. That's, I can't believe I said nice things about two Democrats. Oh. Those were like, there's it, a difference. It's true, it's true. i got to give credit where credit is. Yep. Like Jay said, those drills kept going on, but they changed it to tornado drills, but it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. So we never, again, when was the last time you remember doing those? What grade, do you remember? For me, it was, it was elementary, elementary school. So like when you went to sixth grade, they stopped? So, but, what but you know, also, so, so, so in, so high, in school, high school, we had, we bomb, had bomb shelters. So we, so we would do drills, drills down, down at the bomb shelter. shelter. But you still did the drill, yeah. like yeah. to go down there. Yep. Yep. So that was all the way through high school? What year was yeah. that? 92, 93. Wow, I didn't think it was going that far. Wow. Mm -hmm. See, we never, and I mean, I know I'm a baby, and that's fine, and I was in, Yeah, but I you mean, were, I graduated 01, so I was in grade school in the early 90s. We never did. Yeah, but you were in Arizona. Nobody's going to bomb. That's true. Nobody's going to bomb Who's Arizona. Who's going to bomb it's Arizona? Hot. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We're not near the ocean or anything, so we wouldn't be the right, first. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> nothing happens here. So we didn't get tornado or earthquakes or nothing. They were like, hey, don't die on the playground. That'd be great. Exactly. Um, so, communism. Yeah, well, let's talk about communism. Uh, I mean, you have half of this country right now. That seems I agree that California should still be doing earthquake drills because that's terrifying. Yeah. 
Yeah, they are. Just saying. And they have a lot of them. So oh, yeah, don't absolutely. even talk about it. This is why I don't live in California. It freaks yeah. me out. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, communism. Uh, the problem with communism is peop half the people in the world think it's the answer to everything. And it's not. I haven't. There's I, good stuff and bad stuff. There, there's nothing good about it. Well, I, I'm going to tell you why. It's let okay. Me, I'll let tell you, me why. I'll give you your argument in a second. But the, the thing is that the people that believe in communism, okay, they name me one person. That Ian you can, says, "Great interview." <laughs> name one person that can that you can think of that's ever tried to to leave here and go to a communist country. Oh, that's nobody because they're not that stupid well, what does that tell you no i'm not saying that like communism is good i'm saying there's good ideas in it like what like the fact that we're helping our homeless people the fact that we're helping our elderly and we're helping the less fortunate i don't think that's a bad thing have you I seen wouldn't... china have you seen russia where are they no i haven't been them? there well but... that, that's it they haven't done that but that's what I'm saying. The theories are good. Okay. Just like Hitler had good theories that's as well. Poorly, poorly executed. I think there's good theories in it, and that's what they're catching everybody on. Why? Oh, well, we're going to help these people, and oh, well, we're going to do this, and oh, we're going to do this. Why, don't, why do you think they don't do that in countries like Russia and China? Why? Because it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work at all. Communism doesn't work, period. Exactly. There's good ideas in theory, yes. but we can't execute it. But that's why it doesn't work. I know. That's you're right. If you Poorly wanted, executed. If you wanted to help everybody, it's great. You it's can't a, help it's everybody. It's like pie and sky. You it, have to. You, I mean, I'm all for helping people. Crap happens. Things are terrible. I worked in healthcare too long, so I understand that stuff mm -hmm. happens. Like, mm -hmm. your husband dies. You get in a car accident. You can't work. I get all that. There needs to be those areas for those programs for you to be able to get the help. But the issue is, is then people live on them. Right. Like, if you're out of work, that's great. You get three months. You can't prove to me in three months you got a job, then we need to relook at this. Like, there needs to be things, but there has to be those programs to help you find things. I agree with you. Because what if you're back, you look, you look now, in, now our in our country at the, at welfare, the welfare system. Yes. And you're, and you're telling, telling me that, that we, don't, we don't have the ability to help our veterans? No. We don't, we don't have, have the ability to help our homeless? Of course we do. We do have the ability. We have the choice. We don't do it. Right. We don't do it because we're helping all the immigrants coming over and all the illegals coming over. And we're about, helping them first. And what about the billions of dollars we're sending overseas? Yep, all that to money country, too. To countries that hate our guts. So why would we help the people we have here? We have all these lovely little apartment buildings and hotels that are being torn down. Why are we not purchasing them? And making them in the homeless camps and making them into halfway houses and shelters to help push people and help get them places. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about all the fast, fast food places, places we have around here, here that at the end, at the end, of, the end of the night, they, they toss, toss out every single thing away. How much, how much food? food? All, because all because we're a too happy, happy country. No, not true. Getting sued. So not true. So I, before I met Keith, I was a good person. Um, when Not was really. That? Was I was that? a long time ago. Oh, okay. I was a little younger. So I, my favorite church out of ever was this homeless church in downtown Phoenix. So they had, and they, everybody knew they were. So I reached out, I talked to every fast food place within a mile, every restaurant, every school 
because they can't keep anything after the expiration date. We had so much food coming into that place. I was throwing it away that's, that's because amazing. we had so much food because there's not enough places who will take it because we don't have those places for people to go because nobody wants to deal with it. Why would I want to deal with homeless people and druggies and everything else? I just don't want to deal with it. I'll just pretend like it doesn't exist. So if we start making these places, there is food out there available. We had donut shops. We had the grocery stores who would bring us donuts, bread, everything they baked that they couldn't sell. They'd bring it to us. I was throwing it away. There was so much of it. Cans of everything. Why don't we stop soup kitchens again or something like that? Why don't Exactly. Why don't we start doing stuff like that with leftover school food? We'd have so much cans of nacho cheese and milk and everything that came from the schools. Because once it got to the expiration week, they had to get rid of it. Well, let, let, let's do something with this. Let's ask the senators of Arizona. Yeah. Why they're not doing anything? They ain't going to do nothing. Well, can, can you ask them? You want me to, you want me to ask yes, them, Yes, I do. Are you going to pay my bail fund? No, you won't get in jail for that. Uh, no. hmm, hmm, if you hmm. ask them legitimately and put my name on it, I'll back you 100%. Send them and say, why aren't we doing this? For the they ain't gonna do it ain't even going to get to them, Dad. There is nothing I'm going to be able to do that's going to get to them unless I go see them. And well, if I go see them, it's not going to the end address, well. Give me the address of our senators and I'll go see them. Well, I can get their address then. Good. I'll go see them. You want me to go knock on that door? I already egged uh, one of their houses. I don't care. I, I, I don't see any. Well, my biggest problem is children crying because they're hungry. Oh, my God, with the children. I, I'm sorry. It Seriously. Bothers me. It bothers me. There's no child in the world. I don't feel bad for the children. I feel bad for the vets. I feel bad for our oh, homeless yes, vets that are course, sitting on the street. Of course I do. I feel bad more for More than children. No, not more than children. Yes, more than children. But I feel, I feel bad for them equally. I, I, the vets don't deserve that kind of treatment. I agree 100% with you on that. We, I, just, I don't want to see yeah. any child crying because they're hungry. It's ridiculous. Seeing these children cry because their parents are stupid. Well, yeah, but that doesn't, it doesn't put food in their belly. No, it's not going to put food in their bellies, but it puts heroin in their mother's... Sorry. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, 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 I know where you're going. Squirrel. I know where you're going, Ouch. but I care about the children. Hey, so communism. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, communism is not a good idea. It doesn't no, work. It's totally bad. We have we have a lot of people in this country. I'm not going to men mention political parties because I don't want to get thrown off. But there are people that believe that's the answer to everything. And it's a, it's a lie. It's a bold-faced lie. And anybody that buys into that better start doing some research. They and can realize. do that. Then it sounds good on TV. Ask anybody that's Babe, come. Can you pull up Christine's thing again? Because I agree with that. So we have so many buildings, so many offices, so many. How many offices are sitting empty right now that these companies aren't using because everybody works remotely? Let's buy those and turn them into hotels. You don't even have to turn them into hotels. Let them be the way they are. There's one. There's still one bathroom. Let everybody have an office space. Turn it into a house. There's so many options out there are you talking that about, we can do. Are you talking about providing shelter for I'm talking about veterans? providing shelter for veterans, for homeless, for any of that. Right, but not just give it to them. Here's you the are in a program. You are in a program to get better. And that's good. You have restrictions. You have things you have to meet. And, like and, and you can good. stay here as long as you're showing me that you're going out and you're interviewing or you're going and doing whatever, or you're helping pick up the community. You're doing something. You don't just get to stay here for free. And that's good, but there's a problem. That's with never that. going to happen. No, it's not. And I'll tell you why. The veterans out there, a lot of them have given up. 
And because and, nobody's believed in them. Yeah, well, that's the reason. But I'm saying they've given up, and they have no interest in anybody saving them anymore. They they just want to be left alone. Well, and there are those homeless that choose to be homeless, and that's fine. Yeah. But there are also a lot of people who don't. Yeah. And, and you, you can't. And you can't find a job, and you can't get whatever. I like. And that is one thing truly, like dad if you win the lottery that i truly like it is on my heart and i would love to do it i loved you want me it when to spend i spend my money on something no i want you to spend my money because i have to take the taxes for it okay so i want to start programs like that and start doing things like that and start helping the community but again you have to find people to do it and it's a 24 hour a day job it's it not something you can just find somebody else to do like you have to be there for those people and i loved it when I was at that church, like it was amazing. I have no problem going out and buying somebody a brand new outfit and some stuff to make themselves presentable to go to a job interview. I have no problem with that. Those are the things you need because you can't go to an interview showing that you're homeless with torn clothes and dirty hair and everything else. Nobody's ever going to hire you no matter what skills you have. You know, what your problem is I care too much. No, no, your problem is you can't too much. That's exactly it. You're right on target with this. Song. I care and I don't care all at the same time. No, you do. But care. that's what makes me. You do care. Good at it because I accept the fact that you're gonna fuck it up, but I'm still gonna try. <laughs> it's true, eh? It's, it's true. <laughs> it's terrible. The thing, the thing, your biggest fault is you have a big heart. I hate. I this. do, honey. I don't hurt my heart. I can't um, believe I'm saying this. I'm actually. I am the sweetest person you'll ever meet. I'm actually complimenting my daughter-in-law, but she I does. Know. She has a good heart, no doubt about it. I'm the first person who'll give you the shirt off my me, back. Make me drink. I do. I'll make you another drink. Yeah. I'm the first person who'll give you the shirt off my back yeah, and then be will. like, "Why'd you fuck it? <laughs> Why'd you screw with me?" Yeah, yeah. I was. I was talking to my. I was talking to my son Dan tonight, who is an interesting character in himself. And I don't, know if he, I don't know if he's watching or not, but he told me that we were talking about Lindsay and he said, I think she's, a, she's super. I think she's, she's great. She's honest. She tells it like it is. And I respect that. And that's, that's exactly how you can describe Lindsay. See, and I'll be the first one to throat punch you when you fuck it up. <laughs> Whatever. So let's move on. With a smile on my face. Where, where are we now? We're at. What's up, bottom Rise line? of the Soviet Union. Well, we know where that happened. We yeah. ha That happened right after the Second World War with Joseph Stalin. Uh, was it? How far was it in between? It, it was right after the war. Joseph Stalin took, took the initiative. He saw the open door. Stalin he, was like, oh, okay, yeah. go. He, he, he said, we're in, we're in uh, <laughs> uh, chaos right now. I'm going to sell them something that they're going to buy. Like me? I didn't say any F-bombs? I've done so well. You didn't say any F-bombs today? I didn't. Say it one time. No, yeah. I'm being okay. such a good person. Okay. Anyway, so he said... I can't said, ruin it. There's people on here who think I'm a good person. He said that... <laughs> Joseph, Joseph Stalin said that I need to do something to, create, to make these people believe I am the savior for them. Yeah. So, so he that, went out there. That went over like and a he fart killed in the wind. He killed millions of people. Everybody that disagreed with him, he killed millions of people. People don't realize that Joseph Stalin was worse than Adolf Hitler. Nobody oh, realizes that. They but he took the opportunity. Everybody talks about Adolf Hitler, and he was evil. Because his was more publicized. Yeah, he was evil. As Stalin's evil was just like talked about. But Stalin killed millions of people that didn't agree with him. And it's a scary thing. 
but he got away with it. And people were terrified. And to this day, they still have communism in Russia. Oh, yeah. But it's a little bit different today. It's a little bit more... Lax. Yeah, lax is a good word. Or it's, it's not emphasized as much. And they like to make people think that there's freedom in Russia. <laughs> and they have a chance to vote for people. It's a joke. There's still... Yeah, just like we vote for people too. It's still a communist country. But it is better than it was under Joe Stalin. So... Okay. We need to move on. All right, move on. Golden Age Radio, transatlantic flight, the discovery of penicillin, and the rise of trade unions. Well, who, who got all this stuff? This is Keith? all Keith's stuff. No. This is the producer. Okay, well, Golden Age Radio. Which, I, I could talk absolutely. about that. I could talk about that. That was, like you said, your your cartoons, Four, your... Yeah, 48 to 52, 53, everything. That's still not this generation, Dad. Uh, well, this telling... ends in 45. Okay, but it doesn't matter because up until... <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> up until that time all right let's say 45 that's good i'm good with that they had radio shows they had talent shows like uh like singing stuff ted, ted healy's amateur hour oh, okay and, and and things like that where they had people on to compete like, like comedy and stuff like, like they have today what's the name of the show today that's on all the time with uh the the british guy that always pisses everybody off Oh, what the hell's the name of that Is show? it the cooking show? No, the, the, the talent show. The, you know, guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, America's, America's Got Talent? talent. Yeah, oh, there you yeah, go. There you go. It I was said, like, look it at me, like, like I have an idea what he's talking about. It was like an early version of that. Oh, okay. Amateur hour. They had adventure stories like Gangbusters, yeah. uh, uh, Lights Out. Uh, so you had comedians and singers and talkers and yes, all that stuff. Had, okay. They had uh, ventriloquists like uh, Edgar Bergen. How can you do a ventriloquist on the radio? Because he got away with it. He, he sucked as a ventriloquist because he was on radio. Who who, who would know? You can't see him while he's doing his exactly. voices. When he went on TV, he sucked because you could see his mo lips. Well, of course, move. he was been on radio his exactly. whole life. That's like the but silent anyway. actors. They're like, oh, you want me to talk? And that's on? when Superman came on and Gangbusters and all these crazy shows. I don't think Dragnet, Dragnet was on yet. Oh, I like Dragnet. Uh, but it wasn't on yet. But <sighs> all these shows were on, and you were mesmerized by these shows. Mesmerized. You would sit there and stare at that radio, like a stupid radio, and and, and Looking actually, at the squares. actually see what's going on. Don't ask me how, but that's the way it went. And I wish, I wish people... That's because y'all were smoking a lot of... No, that's what I wish people <laughs> would be able to do today. Just oh no, we can't do that. Just for a moment, we can't imagine anything you because could. we don't. Oh no, yeah, you could. But the kids today. No, everything's just in front one of you. moment to go back. But in we time. also like played dress up and played teacher and played school and doctor and everything else, and you had to imagine you were there. Yeah, that's why you could do it. We but, didn't like kids nowadays. Don't do that. They just sit in front of a phone and everything's put I'm in front of their face. But I'm talking about the kids today. If they could go back and just sit by that radio for a moment. And try to picture what's going on. But they explained it so well. Like they were authors essentially because yes, they, they had to explain it to you. They they visual they visualized it for you essentially. And the sound effects were terrific. Oh my goodness! Everything was good. Yeah. I remember listening to Gunsmoke, which everybody knows from television. I assume everybody knows. Gunsmoke was on on radio with. Uh, it wasn't James Arness. It was. Uh, William Conrad. Yeah. He played uh, Matt Dillon. 
And it was tremendous. It was just unbelievable how you would hear the horses and how you would hear the gunshots and how you would hear the dialogue. That's it, cool. It was just amazing. Just amazing. There's nothing better for your imagination and your mind than radio. And Keith knows. Because you have to think. You have to think of it. Well, Keith was good at that. I mean, he was a kid of the 70s and 80s, and he had a great imagination. Oh, yeah. No, and, that, and that's, that's what, true. That's what people need. People yeah. need to to be allowed to imagine. We don't let them do that. What's as the, soon as as soon as they imagine and play pretend, oh, you're a boy thinking you're a girl. Let's go with that. Exactly. No, I was playing pretend. But today you need to have the real thing in front of you, so you don't have to think yeah. about it. You see it, Nobody but that's not good. That's not good enough. No, what, that doesn't expand your brain at all. What was that movie, Keith? That was out. That was about. It was called The Bridge or something, where the kids went back and. They, 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 were, they were going back in time. It was a bridge or something. I, I can't think of the name of it. But this young... Bridge of No Return? Well, no, that wasn't it. But it was about a young girl and a young boy that found this bridge and they walked across it and they went back in time. It was fantastic. And they, they, they knew the Bridge of Taboo or something like that. I can't sure. think of it. We'll go with it. <laughs> that wasn't it. But anyway, but... It was fantastic. They were young people of today, like uh, I guess maybe maybe the early twenty unders, and they actually learned what imagination was. That'd about. be cool. And it was great. It was great. That's cool. You guys, you guys have, have a whole other generation. generation. Five, Five minutes, minutes left. left. Shit So transatlantic flight. We learned to fly over the Atlantic. Good job. The discovery of penicillin. <laughs> well, the discovery of penicillin was big, because before penicillin. The bridge over Kwai. No, the, the, the bridge over Kwai, they're telling you. What, what, what's the bridge over Kwai? That's what the that, movie is. No, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with penicillin. Okay. No. Penicillin was discovered. Obviously, we all know it. it's the... Uh, wow, it's, and it's you're upsetting the dog. Discovered off the moss of trees and stuff like that. Well, it was oranges that were Whatever. molding. Yeah, and it was a great discovery. I mean, unfortunately, people became allergic to it. And it was, it's not used as much today as it was back then. But it was a lifesaver back then. I mean, it's But we've tweaked it to have people less uh, allergic to it. So yes. we're still using the psyllin of it, not just not the other part of I, it. I just had it for an infection I had. I used penicillin, yeah. and I wasn't allergic to it. But my wife is tremendously allergic to it. And my dad it. is allergic yeah, to so, it. Yeah, so, yeah. But I'm allergic to bioxin, which is what they give you when you're allergic to penicillin, right. which is funny. But you're weird anyway, I know. so it doesn't matter. What can matter. you do? So then we had the rise of, rise of trade unions, which we do not have anymore. So there's not many unions left. Well, I'm not a big union guy. I, mean, I'm, you're, you're, I don't know. You're, I, you're uh, talking to the wrong guy. I think the principle back again, in the 1930s. Again, idea is a great idea. 1930s when they did it, I'm 100% supportive of it because people were treated like crap back then. Workers were treated like crap. Yeah. And they got benefits and they, and they got, they did the right things, but they got too political. Yeah. And now today they're too powerful and they create too many problems. Well, and they're not helping their, no. their workers anymore. Especially the teachers union. Yep. And I don't want to get into that because this is not a show not. for that. But I'm so just we're going saying. to the baby boomers. Okay. That'd okay. be you. No, that's not you. No, I'm just not a baby boomer. That's my dad. Mom is. Mom is. Mom's your, a baby boomer? And mom is and your dad is. Right. Actually, yep, dad's 58, so yeah. he is a baby boomer. Yeah. Mom and so, your dad. 76 million babies were born. Yeah, and that's because everybody got excited when they came home. Yeah, we got we got a little bored when we came home. Yeah, they, they so did. then there was the Cold War. 
the Cold War, meaning the Cold War, meaning anything that created tension between the United States and foreign countries. Yep. Then we have the first military draft. When was the draft? The first military draft. Yeah. Obviously, Probably it was in between 1942. 46 and 64. Nope, no, it was between 46 no, and 64. Right. That's not right. It's Keith, 19- he's telling you you're not right. No. I would say the first mm. military draft was in 1942 or 43. So then we have vinyl records and transistor radios. Yeah, so remember, what, remember vinyl records. What were the little ones? Not the big ones. The 45s? Ones. I got a crap ton of those. 78s and 45s. So you're talking about 45s. I don't know. Sure. Are those the little ones? When I was a kid, 45s were big. And I had a whole bunch of them. And I loved rock and roll. So, I mean, everything that came on that was rock and roll, I bought. You were there? I bought So, and you, So you'd probably love, I'll have to pull them out. So my mom has a ton of 45s that I have. And oh, they're I, in the little case and I'd everything. Love to see that. But they're all rock and roll stuff, I'm sure, because she was a little... She's a little troublemaker. No, she was day. good like me. She's on my side. She's a buddy of mine. No, she was a little. I have to show you some of the stuff. She's a little. No, she's first, 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 first military, military draft, draft was September, September 16, 1940. 1940. Yeah, see? So, so that, that is, is incorrect. So you were wrong. Uh, Dang that producer. I didn't mean to make you wrong, but I knew that. No, no, gotta, gotta love Google. Google. Gotta love Google. Right, so then well. we have the rise of rock and roll, Elvis, Beatles, and Jimi Hendrix. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk because about I'm that. pissed about that. Why? Because the greatest music that ever came out after the Big Band era, which was good, I love the Big Band era. I mean, they, the Frank Sinatra's, the uh, oh yeah, Dar Stays, the the the, the uh, Bing Crosby's, all they were good at what they did, but they were old fashioned. Yeah. But they were good. They were good. Absolutely. Were really good. That was huge talent. I mean, uh, one of my favorites was, um, I'm trying to think of his name. Dance with me, Henry. Well, not Dance with me, Henry. But <laughs> Tommy Dorsey's band with, uh, I can't think of his name. It just escapes me right now. But they did like Chattanooga Choo Choo. Oh, yeah. And somebody, they were fantastic. Andrew, the Andrew Wellington. All these, yeah, Duke Ellington, they were all great. They said Beef Wellington. I was but, like, what the But. When the 50s came in and they did rhythm and blues yeah. onto rock and roll, it was it was a game changer. Yeah. Game changer. And everybody just latched on to that. And it was great music. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. No. Well, the Beatles, you can't. The Beatles were good. Elvis was good. good. Jimi Hendrix was also good. I still even think, like you were saying, Frank Sinatra, all of that was good. You were good for your era. Good you for had your talent. Era. You had good music. You had good yeah, absolutely. message you were putting out absolutely. there. Absolutely. But to me, the best music, and it's because I'm old, I'll give you that. Well, it's because that's what you grew up with. I grew up with it, but to me, the best music was the 1950s, rock and roll. I'm not saying the Beatles were bad, because they weren't. They were good. I'm just saying my best You were rock and roll. Was rock and roll. Yeah. But uh, if you look at the 1940s, the 1950s, the 1960s, the 1970s, even the 1980s, were good. Once we we passed out. we lost it in the 90s. we We went down. We went down you know, it's fine. But that's just my opinion. Then we had Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, and the Civil Rights Act. I think that's kind of when everything started to change, and we started to realize, like, hey, we're all humans. That's a good point. You know? You just put it perfectly. But Martin Luther King, to me, and this doesn't, I don't want to sound like I'm whitewashing anything or, 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 or like, just kissing up to something, but... 
To me, Martin Luther King was one of the greatest Americans that ever lived. Oh, absolutely. He was fantastic. What he said. And he had the presence yes. to do it. Well, what he said, he believed. And yep. that's important. Yep. He didn't Absolutely. just say it to nope. say it. He believed it. He truly, and you could tell that when he spoke. He, he was a he great. He didn't just say the words. He truly believed right. it. He was a great, great American. So, I, God bless Martin Luther King. As far as that goes, as far as other people go, uh, humans suck. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On no, to the there, there were a lot of people that tried to destroy him. Oh, I mean, of course. Obviously, he was assassinated, uh, which is terrible. Oh, but his legacy will never die. No. Because and he, what he said. Because was he was not, right. Like Arthur says, he made sense. Exactly. He wasn't just spewing right. this garbage right. out there. And he wasn't feeling sorry for the black no. Americans. No. He, he said, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. Yeah, period. And you can't argue there with that. There was no, no in-betweens or no feelings or anything right. that got in the middle of exactly. it. Exactly. Said it like it was. He stated the facts, and that's what made him good. Yep. Is that it wasn't this emotional plea like you hear nowadays. No. I would. <laughs> I have three people I wish I could have met in my life, and he's one of them. Oh, absolutely. So you know, as, as far as I can say, and I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not saying it because I'm a white liberal or something like that. I'm. I'm You're a I'm, white liberal. I'm far from that, but <laughs> he he's a great American. That's all. No, I'll say. absolutely. So then we have the Cuban Missile Crisis, which you guys were speaking a little bit about earlier. Right. We, I've never heard of it. Well, if you were around in 1962, you would have heard not. of it. it Sorry. Was, it was scary because... I wasn't even a glimmer yet. Well, the thing was that people followed it on the news, like NBC, CBS, ABC, Walter Cronkite, all these people. They followed it step by step, and they made us believe we were this close to nuclear war. Yeah. So it was frightening for all Americans. Oh, yeah. And if you were in the service. It was like we're the world's all over again. And if you were in the service, you were convinced we're, we're up Shit's Creek. Yeah. We're, we're in trouble here. But fortunately, it worked out because, like I said, Kennedy called did, his bluff. Kennedy called Khrushchev's bluff and Khrushchev backed down and moved the warships away from Cuba and everything went back to normal. So That's good. A, an A-plus for JFK. Yep. And then he got assassinated. Yeah, well, again, we got a lot of pieces of shits out there that think the only answer to everything is kill somebody, but yep. that's a shame. Now we're going into Wacky Wednesday file with the Gen Z interview. So this is, I am an owner and I want to interview a Gen Zer. So tips to effectively interview Gen Z employees. Tip one, embrace technology. If you want to communicate with a Gen Z candidate effectively, speak their language. And this language is definitely tech. Tip number two, ask them about their preferred work style. In office, hybrid, or fully remote. Can I just tell you, never once in my life have I been asked by an employer how I prefer to work for them. Just saying. Tip three. Learn about their boss-employee relationship expectations. Gen Z employees are not really fond of strict, rigidly hierarchical management styles. They don't want a traditional boss. Rather, they want a member, a mentor who guides them and offers valuable feedback to help them grow. Isn't that oh, I'm just saying, I thought that's what your mother and father did. 
Not your boss who's giving you a fucking wage. Pathetic. Tip four, tap into their motivation. Gen Z employees might have little to no work experience, but they make up for it with their enthusiasm. <laughs> Can I just tell you, I haven't seen shit for enthusiasm for Gen Z employees. They're too busy on their phone watching fucking YouTube videos. I'm just telling you. Gen Z is from 1996 to 2015. Yep, these are the little tweenies that are out there getting jobs right now. Yeah, good luck. Do you know how many phones I've snatched out of hands? Tip five, forget about worn out stereotypical questions. Last but not least, stop asking these overused, unoriginal interview questions. Gen Z candidates expect a personalized interview experience with, in the form of an honest conversation. Be authentic and open up a dialogue instead of going down the list of common scripted questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? Or what's your biggest strengths? Be specific, curious, and engage your Gen Z candidates during the interview process. And of course, encourage them to ask questions too. I can just tell you right now, they don't expect to see themselves in five years because they're fucking stupid. And they have no strengths. You used the F word. I did, I'm so sorry. They have no strengths. They have no, why am I, oh my God, I'd be a terrible boss. That's three, three times I used, used the F word. I'm surprised it's only three. Is that three times? That's not bad for her. Pretty good. It's because dad's been talking the whole time. <laughs> Headlines. National. Russia bans 500 U.S. citizens, including Obama and U.S. talk show hosts. On Friday, the Russian foreign ministry announced that 500 U.S. citizens, including former President Barack Obama, have been banned from entering the country with immediate effect. Who cares? Okay. Was Obama going to Russia? Who cares? Who cares what Obama does, really? I mean, him, and, he, him and his husband planning a Russian trip? I mean, I, I, I don't care anything about Obama or what he's I want to know what U.S. talk show host. Is fucking Whoopi on that list? Probably. And Hooker. National. Biden criticizes Republican proposal on debt ceiling, says he won't accept partisan terms. During a press conference held after the group Hiroshima Japan... Wasn't that where the thing was? President Joe Biden took aim at Republicans, claiming that he had done his part in debt ceiling negotiations and that it was now up to them to move from their extreme positions, as in we don't want to raise it. Of 7G summit in Hiroshima, Biden stated that he would shortly speak with the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, although he admitted that their proposal was unacceptable. Yeah, it's unacceptable because... We don't they... want to raise it. Exactly, exactly. And it's like... Joe Biden is typical. See, you'd be great. This one, not so good. Whatever. Joe Biden is just what the Democrats want. He just follows. A puppet. Yeah, exactly. Minnesota governor signs bill tightening gun control measures. Oh, I read about this. Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz on Friday signed a sweeping gun control bill into law, including universal background checks and a red flag measure that lets law enforcement intervene if someone is deemed a high risk of injuring themselves or others with a firearm. That is great. I have no problem with that. I think that is amazing. That makes sense. If you have any issues, you should not be owning a gun. Absolutely. Sorry. Especially you. Hey, <laughs> I'm not going to kill myself. Okay. I might kill other humans. That try to come in my house. Oh, see, so we were reading about this. So this happened on Friday last week. 
So a mother urges schools to do more after a student brings an AR-15 on campus. This was in Phoenix. A mother is urging schools to do more after a teen brought an AR-15 and ammunition to her daughter's school, Bostrom, Bostrom Alternative High School. Okay, two things. First of all, if you go back to our gun show, you can see how big an AR-15 is if you don't know. They're not tiny. So how did you get it in school? Did you carry it on your shoulder all day? Because you're not fitting that in a backpack. Second of all, ammunition. Ammunition like magazines that are full because those are really big too or like just a bag of ammunition. Third of all, sorry, there's three things. Bolstrom Alternative High School makes me know that that is not a normal high school and you're already with the naughty kids anyways. So well, you should have known that shit was coming. The whole thing is that everybody wants to attack AR-15s, that they're a, a military weapon, they shouldn't be allowed by normal, everyday citizens. And that's a fine. If you want to argue that, that's fine. Sure. But the problem here is that we have a way to Why does stop. a teen have this? Well, that's the whole thing. Why don't we stop what's going on? We have to have security in a school. 100%. To stop this from going on. If we don't have that, it's going to go on Nothing's and on. Nothing's ever going to stop. Exactly. So we had security in our school. I don't know why everybody's all up in arms. We had like 15 people shot in my high school when I was a senior. So having shootings at school is not a new thing. I don't know why everybody's all up in arms about it. But back in our day, we didn't just go shoot everybody. We shot the person we were mad at, and then we moved on our way. Again, what do you want me to say? Just saying. But we have plenty of ex-cops. We have plenty of ex-military who need jobs. Why are we not putting them in those schools? This is. Why are we not put, paying them to sit there and do it? Because I can tell you right now, if I'm that, truly that kid that's going to go in there and murder everybody who has that mental issue. Again, it's a mental issue that wants to murder all these other children. You're going to rethink the school that has an armed police officer or an armed security guard sitting there. You're going to go to the next one. That's exactly that, that, what you need to do. That leads to the question as to why, why are we not paying attention, attention to, what to what our kids, kids are doing. doing? Why would we pay attention? We don't need to watch them. Our phones watch them, right? And, and their bosses will then take care of them, right? So why would I watch them? We need to put a defense in place at the schools to prevent this from happening. Or we need to arm our teachers. Till you do that, nothing is going to no. get better. No. But the thing is that you just said, mental mental, mental problems. Issues. Mental issues. It is issue. not a gun issue. It's it not. is a mental issue. And and if people don't recognize that, they're idiots. Well, because if you think that. taking an AR-15 away from all Americans is going to solve You take your away problem. every single one, it's not going to matter. You're then they're going to use handguns. You're then they're going to use knives. They then can, they're going to use They can blow what. up a school. They can poison schools. Exactly. They can do a million things to a school. They will they, find something else. If they have a mental disability, they're going to find a way yep. to cause harm. So Absolutely. stop with the bullshit. Stop going after the guns. Leave the guns alone and start looking at mental health. I want my my American citizens to be able to protect themselves and their families. What's wrong with that? Many things, apparently. On to the quiz of the week. Is everybody ready? We're only 15 minutes. Do I have minutes. to do this? We're only 15 minutes over. You do have to do this. I can't do never... it. I can't read it. I'm going to... Oh, shit. Too many. Too okay. many. Hit too many buttons. 
Oh, okay. yeah, go ahead. Skateboards were first marketed in which decade? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 50s? 70s. You think? I don't know. What the hell do I I'm know? I'm going to go 70s because it was big. Oh, 60s. Oh, well, we were wrong on that one. Sorry, guys, we're going really fast. Keith, you told me I was going to know these answers. I'm already wrong. Don't suck. When was the first newscast first used? The word, the word newscast. When was the word newscast first used? What the hell is word newscast? What does that mean? The word newscast. When did people call it a newscast? I don't know. 1930s? I don't know. Doggo 20s. Okay. Hey, 20s. You're smarter than me. I'm guessing. You knew the answers before. Not at all. Chanel number five first came out in which decade? Ooh. I remember the Chanel number I'm going to go 40s. Wow, yeah, really? What do you think, Dad? I have no idea. What, what Ooh, the hell is it? could be 20s. What the hell is Channel 5? Chanel number 5. That's it's a perfume. I'm, that's my answer. That's your answer? Dude, what the hell is Chanel? 20s. See, I had a feeling it was going to be the 20s with the flapping 20s. Oh, yeah, the flappers, yeah. Mm -hmm. My grandmother would be proud of you. Popeye. She would, she would have loved you, by the way. Oh, my goodness. She would have loved you. Because she's feisty like me, yep. hanging out with the... Okay, Popeye the Sailor first appeared in which decade? 1930s. Oh, well. Ah, I wasn't even going to guess on that one. I had no idea. Apple computers first appeared in which decade? No idea. Ooh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Ooh, 80s? No. Let me think. No idea. I'm going to go 90s. I'm going to go 80s. Uh, 70s? Wow. What? Wow, that's early. So far, I got oh, zero. Oh, look by at the way, it. By the way, Keith, I got zero so far. Thank you. No, you got one. <laughs> oh, did I get one? Okay. I got one. Wow, Everybody look at that keyboard. That keyboard is nice. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. You've seen one of those? Yep, I saw them back in the 70s, yep. Man, that's like a TV. You know how good I was at that? That literally is a Panasonic TV. It says Panasonic on it. I was so good at that's that hilarious. that I couldn't do anything on it. It was terrible. Didn't you play the Pong thing? I don't know what I did. Yeah, the Pong thing. Yeah, I remember that. That was Atari, I think. I don't know. Oh, the What's jerk. That? The first people. Oh, what? When did people first do the dance, the jerk? What the hell's the jerk? That's not the one I'm thinking of. 1970s. I don't know. What the hell's the jerk? Oh. Shh. 60s. I don't even know what the jerk was. When did the Girl Scouts of America first show up? I was in the Girl Scouts. I was a very good Girl Scout. Just so you know. I should find my vest. I have a vest and everything, bro. I don't know. Um, 1890s. I don't know. I'm going to go 1910. Okay. Oh, look. I'm good you today. You know the answers. I don't know the answers. When was the Prozac introduced? What is Prozac? Prozac is a drug you give your children. Shh. 1970s. I'm going to go 80s. Those crazy kids. Yep. You know all the answers. I don't know the answers. I'm guessing. Well, you got them right. That's because 80s were when we were all crazy. I, I got one right so far. Disposable diapers, Dad. Did any oh, of your kids have now, disposable now diapers? Now we're going Disposable diapers. Hun, tell me what the answer is. Think of it. 19, what is it, 30s, 40s? 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s? 50s. 50s, yeah. 60s. <laughs> I did not have... Disposable diapers. You didn't? Nope. 
My mom did cloth diapers for me because I have the little pins still with the duckies on them. How do you remember that? I remember a lot of things. You were too young. To I remember that. a lot of things when I was young. I remember the first car I sat in when I was in a car seat, and my dad's like, you were like barely born. I was like, I remember that car. I can explain it to you. You were weird. I am weird. I can also control my dreams. I know. When did people first do the cha-cha? 30s, 40s, 50s, or 50s. 60s? 50s? Oh, good job. Dad got one oh, right. I got two now. Woo! I got two. And the end. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> Just when I was rolling. That's not fair. Good job. Look for a CTC short. And that's it. Goodbye. That was all. There's that's no it. more. We're done? We're done. Well, it was great. I enjoyed We're only 18 it. minutes over. You people are <laughs> 28 super. minutes over. I love you guys. Really, I do. You guys are great. Me? Because I'm like the sweetest thing ever? You, you too, but I was talking about the guys outside. Oh. But you too. Yeah, I love you too. That's only because I have to drive him home. So this, <laughs> so this is part one. one. Yes, we're going to do That's part two next week when you're here, and then you'll be gone the week after that. So who knows what we're going to do? So we'll so come to we'll the other generations, the other generations next week. Next week. Yep. We're, we're doing good. We got this. We got we it. We can absolutely do this. You don't need, you don't need me anymore. anymore. Uh, yeah. No, we don't need you. Do you know how long I fought with this computer before, and I still can't do it? You're absolutely needed. I just you're gotta, not allowed to not be here exactly anymore. I just want to tell you guys out there that support this channel that you guys are great. I love you all. Really, Aww, I don't. He's gonna get all mushy on this. There's a ambulance. Keith has a ambulance. Somebody just got I'm, shot. I'm, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. What do you expect? Pew pews. Yes, we thank oh, all the listeners. Thank all you guys, you guys for, for Rumble for jumping on. Yes, appreciate it. We got a couple people on Rumble rumbling. Yep, yep, we do. Being the rumblers, we have angry dogs in the studio. I was going to tell you, um, so some people keep going and looking in the control room for you. I'm sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, they Somebody's tried, not here. Yeah, they tried to bite me tonight, too. Thank you. Stop it. Come here. Very upset dogs. It's been three days. I'm just not really happy right now. I'll, I'll, be, I'll home be home tomorrow. <sighs> All so right, guy. One week here and then one week on. The dogs are not loving this. No, no. So... Thank you all for coming on. It was yeah, a great thanks. show. You guys are great. I love you. I love going through the generations and hearing the history and seeing yeah. what everybody's gone through. Every generation <laughs> has had a had a war so far or had something detrimental. We'll see what happens next week with the rest of the generations. But oh. I think that has a lot to do with where we are now as a country and where we are now as a generation because we're not thinking of what could happen. Yeah, Everything's great. It is. Watch out for my comments next week. And happy Memorial, Memorial Day, Day to everybody, too, out, out there. there. Monday's yes. Memorial Day. Yes, yeah. Monday's Memorial Day. Let's remember, remember our servicemen and women. Yep. Go get a coffee. Get a, get a coffee. Thank right, you, guys. Everybody. Take care, Have everybody. a good night. We'll talk to you guys later. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.